Aging, spirituality, and what really matters in the end. You are listening to the audio version of the article published by the Review of Religions. This article was written by Hamad Khan and published on the 9th of January, 2022. Wispy hair, sunken flesh, brittle bones. As we age, we are marked by the breakdown of our biology, stalked by a frailty that follows us until our end. Aging is considered an inevitable story of decay and despair, but scientists are now striving to push this frailty away from the lived human experience, far outside the membrane of our biology. We are in the age of aging. In 2018, for the first time in human history, there were more people over the age of 64 than there were children under 5. According to WHO, by 2030, One in six people will be aged 60 years or over. The crossing threads of larger populations with longer life expectancies and the increase in age-related diseases is forming a worrying pattern. More people are suffering more diseases in their old age for a longer period of time. But can we stop aging and prevent its weaknesses? Is aging itself treatable? Molecular Underpinnings of Anti-Aging In 1939, researchers found that restricting the caloric intake of rodents increased their lifespan. This research sparked the idea that aging is a plastic phenomenon. It can be tweaked, tampered, and tinkered with, perhaps even reversed. What followed was decades of research dedicated to identifying the biological markers of aging. From shortened telomeres, genetic code which protects against DNA damage, slower cell divisions, and chronic inflammation, scientists have found many cellular changes associated with aging. The aging process, it seems, can be reversed and remedied like any other biological process. For example, the enzyme telomerase can prevent a person's telomeres from shrinking, increasing the lifespan of cells to continue to divide. Stem cell therapies may help repair damaged cells and organs. Injecting Yamanaka factors can induce pluripotency, allowing specialized cells to become almost embryonic-like and develop into other cells, useful for the repair and maintenance of aged organs. A dose of rapamycin can clean up tired senescent cells and revitalize the immune system. But does this new knowledge of age annihilation radically change what it means to be human? Can all age-related weakness be spliced out for eternal youthful bliss? Aging in the Holy Quran The Holy Quran states that weakness in old age is not a scientific problem to overcome, but a design in the fabric of our being. We are woven in twelve intersades of weakness. It is Allah who created you in a state of weakness, and after weakness gave you strength. Then, after strength caused weakness and old age. He creates what he pleases. He is the all-knowing, the all-powerful. Chapter 30, verse 55. And him whom we grant long life, we revert him to a weak condition of creation. Will they not then understand? Chapter 36, verse 69. This is our end point. No matter how much we yearn for science to save us, to refresh, revive, and renew, we are bound by the fallibility of flesh. Hair begins to fall, 
teeth and bones break, dementia settles in, cancer grows out, our physical bodies will always return to a state of weakness. Ultimately, death will overtake us all. Every soul shall taste of death, then to us shall you be brought back. Chapter 29 verse 58 However, the Quran does speak about what the possibility of an extended life would mean. And thou shalt surely find them, of all people, the most covetous of life, even more than those who set up equals with God. Every one of them wishes that he may be granted a life of a thousand years, but his being granted such life shall not keep him away from the punishment, and Allah sees all that they do. Chapter 2 verse 97 even a long life will eventually come to an end, the Quran explains. A life of a thousand years is still not an eternal one that keeps us away from God's punishment. Thus, with the end in mind, the focus shifts beyond the ailing body, which inevitably perishes, and into the enduring mind and spirit. It's not wrinkles and weakness that matter in the end, but our piety. The prophets of God are an example carrying out their divinely ordained duties in spite of weakness and age. Even in his final days, when he was not as physically strong, the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, asked to be helped to the mosque, taking the support of people's shoulders as his feet dragged behind him. Abraham, Moses, and Jesus too, peace be on them all, lived to old age, facing trials of flood and fire but never did they yearn to be ageless and escape their feeble mortality. They knew that what we lose in physical weakness, we can gain in spiritual strength. Efforts to change aging from one of misery and death to health and vitality is a noble one. To reduce suffering from disease should be welcomed. However, taken to its extreme, anti-aging research desires to writhe free from the tyranny of disease and mortality altogether, searching for elixirs that promise an ageless existence. But this does not deliver us from all our suffering. To live forever, caged into our biology, becomes the greatest weakness of all. Islamic principles are rooted in the idea that we are more than flesh and bone. We carry a soul, survived by our character, morals, and actions. Thus, true strength is not forged within our youthful physical bodies, but found within the spiritual evolution of our soul. It's when we transcend our baser desires to seek out the higher power that we can find in moments of physical weakness and everlasting spiritual strength.